Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much-needed peace. Hi everyone, welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we'll be talking about the power of familiarity and how it guides human interactions in our lives. The story that we'll be reflecting on this theme is called The Mouse King, and it comes from the book Wise Tales from the East, compiled by Uri Kaplan. Here is how the story goes. The great sage Yajnavalka was bathing in the Ganges River when a mouse suddenly fell from an eagle's beak right into his arms. The sage, while surprised, immediately used his magical powers and transformed the mouse into a baby girl. He adopted her and took her home and raised her as his own. The little girl grew up to be a self-assured and beautiful young woman. When she reached the age of marriage, prominent suitors lined up. First came the Sun King, who asked for her hand, but the young woman refused. He's just too hot for me, she explained. Second came the Mountain King, who asked her to marry him, but again she refused. He's just too rigid, she said. Then the Wind King arrived, but the young woman rejected him too. He's just too erratic, she explained. Many powerful suitors continued to drop by, but the young woman rejected them all with various reasons. Until one day, the small, grayish Mouse King stood timidly at her door. Hearing of all the great people she had rejected, he did not expect to have much luck, but he decided to try anyways. However, she took a long look at him and felt at ease. He is of my own kind, she felt. She bent down to him and said, Yes. The first time I read the story, I found it incredibly funny. It is such a vivid and interesting scene. The thought of a beautiful young woman saying yes to a tiny, timid, and quiet grayish mouse king, but not saying yes to other more, I would say, much more attractive looking suitors. But in this simple story contains a really great insight about how we work as people, which is that we always prefer the familiar. This tendency is one that governs many of our life decisions, whether that be people that work with us, people that we choose as our partners, the people that become our friends, 
and even the family members that we choose to cherish the most. When we see ourselves in other people, it immediately creates the sense of safety and closeness that might not be so easy to experience with those who are not so familiar with us. And this is not to say that this is a necessarily bad tendency, but if you're on the receiving end of rejection and you're wondering why this rejection happened, whether it's a professional or personal one, this could be the reason. And it's very important to keep in mind as we move through life and attempt to make connections with other people that despite having all the qualifications, all of the similarities from your end, and even the right situation, that people may say no to interacting with us or accepting them into their circle because we are simply not familiar to them. And of course, familiarity is incredibly subjective. And as we see in the story, you would think that the people who are most familiar to this young woman are those great kings, the people who seem to have equal amounts of prestige and beauty and power as she does. But ultimately, because she was a mouse and she grew up to be a human girl, but at the core, she was always a mouse, it's the mouse king that she accepts in marriage and nobody else. And again, that is very much mirrored with people. We never really know how people grew up and what is ultimately familiar to them on the outside based on everything they put on social media. They might project a very different appearance than what is truly on the inside. So even though on the surface you may feel like this person is a good fit or is familiar to you, they might not feel that way towards you because who they are is not what they're presenting. And this is extremely common because, of course, it's advantageous for people to project a certain persona in order to essentially grow and be more accepted in their professional and personal spheres. But ultimately, to be accepted by people and to be supported by people genuinely, we often have to feel familiar to them. And this is something that is completely and utterly out of our control. This is why, by listening to the story, it's important to grasp and understand that when rejections happen, when we feel like we've put in a lot of effort and a lot of energy to be accepted, and we are not, that it could just be that we are not familiar to these people, and thus it's better to let go of these people with compassion than to be filled with bitterness, fear, and anger at this decision. Those emotions are okay, but it's very wise to let them come and go, and ultimately not to let these rejections 
make you feel like you were of lesser value. It's not that you were of lesser value. You were simply different. You were simply unfamiliar. And unfortunately, this leads to a lot of unfair exclusions in society. But the one thing that you can prevent is to let these rejections and exclusions make you feel like you're lesser than, because that is simply not true. As in the story, none of these suitors are necessarily bad. Every single one, just like all of us, have our pros and cons. But the reason why she said no is not necessarily because one was objectively worse than the other. Trying to weigh the value of people is very difficult when we all have our good and bad. But ultimately, she chose what is closest to her or what she felt was closest and most familiar to her, regardless of the achievements and the merits of all the other great suitors. And in life, this is how many of us make our decisions as well. Even though we may have five great people in front of us, at the end of the day, many people make decisions based on what is most familiar to them. And these factors are completely invisible and awful, often unknowable, unless we do actually get accepted by someone and we do get to pick their mind on what it is about us that they liked. Overall, familiarity is very much a driving force behind so many of our human interactions. And the next time that you face a rejection that just feels completely strange and really difficult to accept, remember this story and remember that it very much be that the person or the situation is just not something that is familiar to the other person, the other party that you have in mind. And it is not at all a reflection of revalue or what you bring to the table, but rather a reflection of how familiar they find you. And eventually you will find people who do find you familiar or who are willing to take a chance on something that is truly different, but very valuable and worth knowing in you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. For those who listened to last week's episode, I truly apologize for the distracting sounds that came from my cat scratching at my door because she had left before I started podcasting and she wanted to be let back in. I'm hoping that didn't disrupt your listening experience too much. I really hope that you have a beautiful, safe, and happy, joyful a week ahead of you. Until next week, thank you.